to help support this podcast and get exclusive bonus content and rewards, make a monthly pledge at patreon.com slash universe box. And, and remember, remember to, to think, think outside. Kansas. He left without saying anything. I was afraid. I couldn't lose you to Zelina. You. You didn't. You came back for me. You always will. Greetings from Underbrook. I'm Bill Meeks. And I'm Anne-Marie D. Simone. And this is Too Late to Tell Somebody How You Feel. I accidentally killed my boyfriend! Oh! We also talk about ABC's hit series, Once Upon a Time. How are you doing, Anne-Marie? I'm good. How are you doing? Good. Are you feeling controversial tonight? Oh, I think we're going to be quite controversial definitely, tonight. Definitely, definitely. I can't wait to see the comment section on this episode. It'll be good. Oh, the comments are going to be <laughs> crazy! No, we're not going to be that controversial. No more than usual, anyway. We'll goof off a bunch, though. It'll be good. We do goof off a bunch. It'll be good. But you know what? We have someone here to goof off with us, actually. Uh, Again, another deep-cut guest. Someone, I think we've had her on... As as a group, as a panel, be for several times, but you know, in the past year and and, and no, uh, some it's change, been, it's been at least a year and a half. It, it's been a while. I think maybe the one if episodes, but uh, yeah, I think the last episode was once if. Yeah, <gasps> it, and that voice is Amy P. Amy P. Yay! How you doing? I'm good. How are you guys? Good. We are excellent, excellent. I uh, glad to, glad to have you with us tonight. Uh, yes, you and your it. crazy theories. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, don't get me started. <laughs> oh, no, we will get you started. Oh, yeah, that's, that's kind of the point for. of the podcast. <laughs> we have to get you started. So That's so. why you made me come on here. I'm kidding. Exactly. <laughs> definitely. definitely. Uh, so, Amy, uh, just uh, real quick, and we've been asking all of the guests this right at the top. Uh, what have your be- been your uh, feelings about this half season so far? I liked it. <laughs> I Silence. It's, it's been hit or miss with me. There's been, you know, I guess like every other episode I've loved or every other episode I've hated or not really hated, but just didn't like, you know, mm. I mean, I like, I like Hades. He's become yeah. one of my favorite characters, the se- new characters this season, just because to me, he's kind of replaced Rumpel yes. in the evil, but be, you know, he, he looks like he could be a really nice guy, but at the same time he could be really evil, you know? So, um, and I mean, he reminds me a, a little bit of the one from the Disney movie too. Cause I liked that one yeah. mm-hmm. too, but, um, I mean, other than that, the red haze or whatever they have going on down there is really <laughs> weird. And I don't really care for it. But Don't like I the mean, filter. No, not really. Yeah. But, <laughs> I, yeah, so... You know, we almost forgot to mention our other important guest, and that's the chat room. Uh, Wednesday chat night, 8.30 p.m. EST over at live.universebox.com. We have Amanda and Amy P's in there. She's everywhere. Shocker. Uh, Angel T, uh, Hoops 900, Matthew Paul, and uh, me and you and Chan Surf. Yep. Uh, uh, Matthew... I think there will be some other people. They've been in and out. They're in the refresh phase mm-hmm. right now. Uh, but Matthew Paul says, I think 5B has been, been the best arc since 3A, for me at least. Uh, that's interesting. You know, alone uh, in your principle. That's okay, Matthew. But but all opinions are welcome <laughs> here, even if we don't necessarily share them. But, exactly. 
You know what? We have a lot of controversial stuff you're to get just, into. You're just like ramping this up, aren't you? I am. I am. It's not going to be that bad, actually. <laughs> um, but I, why don't we go ahead and get started, Anne-Marie, with the, the rhyming episode summary, and then we'll start talking about this episode. <clears throat> the yellow brick road is now overgrown. Dorothy is living in Oz all alone. Well, besides Toto and all of the munchkins, those magical micro her-loving bumpkins. Ruby and Mulan wander along, hunting for wolves while talking of songs. No love for Mulan, despite those who ship her. Our heroes stall out in this week's Ruby Slippers. Ruby Slippers! Ruby Slippers! Ruby Slippers! Amy, what'd you think? I thought it was good. I mean, <clears throat> oops, sorry. Um, it, there are parts, you know, like I said, parts that I liked, parts that I didn't. Mm-hmm. My favorite part, though, was maybe the charming hook moments yeah the bonding moments oh yeah the fact that, stark you know, contrast compared to their previous relationship absolutely <laughs> oh i thought it was funny how charming still seemed to be like the protective father over his daughter's yeah. boyfriend mm-hmm. kind of thing but at the same time he's kind of growing on him and stuff mm-hmm. but i mean I'll, captain hook and charming are two of my favorites so the fact that they were like in a scene together was really great yeah. Um, I, I mean, I, again, I thought it was a good episode. <laughs> um, the funny thing is, all throughout, I saw Toto. I kept thinking of my dog because my dog looks like Toto. Mm. So, yes, that picture was underdog Toto. Was yeah, precious. he was underdog for Halloween. Ma- so. Maybe your dog is actually Toto. Maybe, you know, this is from the future and Dorothy will be traveling <laughs> back into the past <laughs> to steal your dog. So lock your windows. Uh, <laughs> lock your windows, lock your doors. Part <laughs> <laughs> Right. Okay, Amory, what did you think of the episode overall? Um, um, I, I don't take that as a positive. Uh, <laughs> no, no, not not uh, not terribly positive. I I just feel like I just keep going at the mm-hmm. TV on Sundays now, and uh-huh. when I'm rewatching it and mm-hmm. pausing 16 times to write down notes, um, it could be really good, mm-hmm. but it's not. Like, it could be great, but they're not putting in the effort. Somebody, somewhere the ball is being dropped, Mm -hmm. I think. And just like Amy said, she likes Hades. I think the reason, one of the reasons you may like Hades is they're actually developing a character Mm -hmm. that they introduced. Like, I like him being turning into a stalker, though. Yeah, that's a little creepy. (laughs) But it's character development, at least. Mm -hmm. Everyone else shows up, does a little something, and then is killed off or gets to move on. Mm Mm-hmm. Except Cruella. She's just there for all <laughs> I, eternity. I will say that a hoops in 900 in the chat room says, hide your dogs, hide your yep, wife. Yep, that's exactly where we were going. <laughs> Dorothy's stealing everyone in here. Uh, <laughs> you know, not, so we don't start on a completely negative note because uh, okay. my first point's kind of negative. <laughs> I, I will say that I, I enjoy what they did with uh, Dorothy's backstory in that they made it very similar to the movie uh, with Fruza Bulk uh, from the uh, 80s, okay. Return to Oz, where she goes back from Oz and they try and have her was committed. Was that from the 80s? That, yeah, that was from the 80s. You sure? Yeah, definitely. Okay. 86, I think. I have the I've never seen it, so I wouldn't know. It's really good. It's actually one of my favorite Oz stories ever. Uh, well worth checking out. It has uh, the TikTok man and Jack Pumpkinhead and hmm. all sorts and of stuff. And if it's definitely from 86, I was born then, so you know. <laughs> thing. <laughs> nice. Okay. Well, uh, let's get into the main discussion here. Oh, okay. And I, I wanted to start off talking about how Oz is an open door. I'm you going somewhere with it. You I'm it going coming. somewhere with it. Okay. Okay. Uh, first of all. Uh, full disclaimer, I, I can't say this enough. 
we are totes a thousand and fifty thousand and a hundred thousand after that percent accepting of gay people in both fiction and real life. We even took a stand on it back in the Sleeping Warrior days. So absolutely, we were very pro Sleeping Warrior. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I, I, I so am. don't get it twisted. Don't, don't get, get it twisted. twisted. That being said, nothing about uh, this uh, relationship in the, this episode this or relationship the true, or or, quote or the true love's kiss w- felt earned to me. <laughs> Uh, you know, they, they walk around in the woods for 15 minutes and suddenly they're true love. Uh, can a first kiss even be a true love's kiss? I, I, if it was like a true crush's kiss or something, I could, I could buy it. But true love's kiss isn't true something. Lust's you, kiss. True, true, yeah, true, true lust's, lust's kiss. kiss. <laughs> uh, it, it's not something you can bottle. Uh, despite yeah. Snow White's uh, proclamation, yeah, let's just I was bottle say, Didn't they already bottle true love? <laughs> <laughs> they did bottle true love. When did they bottle True Love? Oh, probably three oh, seasons. Snow White and Charming. Yes. But that was in liquid form. And that wasn't that True wasn't Love's a kiss. kiss. That was just the essence of their love. And that's somewhere in Rumpel's storage mm-hmm. unit. Maybe that was the bottle of magic you used last half, used last half season. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, I, I felt like there was a way this could have been earned. Yeah. I feel like if it had been between Ru- – the, the romantic relationship had been between Ruby and Mulan who've been traveling together forever and mm-hmm. somehow made it to Oz. I'm not sure how that happened. I that- am mm. – uh, mm. But uh, it, it would have seemed more earned if it had been them. Yeah. I, now, I'm not mad because two girls kissed again, again, uh, just We're to be clear. We're good with that. I, I, I'm mad. Be- away. I'm mad. <laughs> I'm mostly mad because they're watering down uh, True Love's Kiss like they watered down Portals, uh, which Anne-Marie uh, wants to talk about a little bit I have bit a later. very large tangent about I, Portals. I, uh, they, they're watering down another very firm sort of rule, sort mm-hmm. of mythological thing about the show. Uh, just to fit in a story. Yes. A- and-, and that's what gets my gourd. Uh, you know, I, I, I just want to say, too, that uh, Dorothy's uh, Red Riding Sands Hood uh, reminded me of Animorphs for some reason. Uh, the series Animorphs, if you guys remember that. Uh, oh, but- I remember that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was elementary school for all my friends. <laughs> I, I love the covers where it would just be like uh, like a kid's face and then like a, a dog like fading out behind them. Holographic coverage yeah. or something like that. Good stuff. Good stuff. They should do a crossover. That should be one of the doors in the hat. Um, Stop talking about the hat. <laughs> okay, but back to what I titled this point, Oz is an Open Door. Yes. I, the romance in this episode reminds me a lot of Frozen, particularly the song Love is an Open Door. Yep. And and Elsa's reaction to it. Uh, you know, she, it's basically Anna and what's Hans. his name? Hans. Fall in of love, the seven aisles. fall in love instantly, and Elsa's like, "You can't do that. You can't totally fall in love with somebody in fifteen minutes." Nope. And you know, I, I I just think it felt kind of weak to me, kind of old school. And considering Frozen is canon on this show, you'd think it would have occurred to somebody in the writers' room. Yeah, you really see, would. See, well, I'm going back to one of your earlier points, Bill, about mm-hmm. Mulan. Uh huh. Um, I actually thought she was supposed to be part of this new couple. I mean, that's how they built her up. Exactly. You know? mm-hmm. And so when it became Ruby and Dorothy, to me, that seemed like something out of left field, I guess, because, I mean, I kind of saw it at the beginning of the episode when they were saying, you know, when they said, oh, well, true love's kiss, you know, we need to get Auntie M. And I'm like, somehow that's not going to work. They're going to have to get, it's going to be Ruby. Yep. For some mm-hmm. reason, it's gonna, I have a feeling it's going to be Ruby. Because <laughs> it's just the way they did the, I guess they kept going to her every time they said true love's kiss. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I just always thought, was under the impression it was supposed to be Mulan, not, you know, Ruby. Mm. I mean, 
I'm happy she's happy and all that kind of stuff. But <laughs> well, again, she, it's she not was helpful. already the established lesbian character. Yeah. Like yeah. she already, it yeah. was, it was already there. And, and that was one of the reasons so many people were excited that she was coming back yes. this season because they were like, finally, there's going to be a, a she gets her happy ending in the show and Mulan gets her happy ending, you know. And uh, no, she yeah. didn't get Not, her happy ending. Mira does her happy ending. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what oh, was that? Oh, yeah, because Merida's Merida? coming back, oh. too. Yeah, yeah, that's but, but is Merida going to be in Oz? Because right now they're all in Oz and they mm-hmm. don't have the the silver slippers anymore. But. Well, since they randomly showed up in Oz anyway, she could randomly show up in yeah. Oz. It's very true. Merida will be wherever they need her to be to fulfill the contract. <laughs> <laughs> the season finale, then. Yeah, and it's it, it's just a thing where if it, if it, they had done a different plot than Sleeping Curse and True Love's Kiss, even yeah, it would have made more sense to me if it yes. had been. These two meet. They fall in, or you know, the wicked witch does something. Red has to go to the underworld to you know fix it, and then she goes back and reunites with Dorothy. 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 And uh, it hadn't been True Love's kiss and the sleeping curse mixed in there. I I totally would have been fine with it, but I don't know. You can, like you said, you know, uh, it could be True Lust kiss. Yeah, that was (laughs) True Lust's kiss. That's that wasn't True Love's kiss. Okay, (sighs) are you ready? Uh, Maybe. Do you have any but any other thoughts on uh, Ruby slippers before we move on? Oh, I'm sure more. Well, not the episode, but the ship. Nah, we'll come back. You know, you know what? Actually, Amory, is there what? anything from the chat room? Um, probably. Uh, let's see. Interviewer, I have a way this whole thing could have been fixed. Couldn't it have been Mulan and Dorothy if they were trying to make Dorothy out to be a warrior with the mm-hmm. love for the people? See, that actually would have made sense because it's warrior Dorothy and Mulan's been a warrior. You know, they have a thing in common. But then see, again- I actually saw her with Dorothy. That's when they were yeah. introducing Dorothy in this whole thing. And I'm like, okay, it'll probably be Mulan and Dorothy. <laughs> Not yeah. Ruby and Dorothy. Made much more sense. It could have been too on the nose too, just because, you know, opposites tend to attract and, you know, they're yeah. kind of cut from the same cloth. Or it could have been, we already all guessed that it would be Mulan. So they and would, that's well, why they, they did it. Them, so <laughs> here's Ruby. Yeah. Uh, uh, Ma- Matthew Paul brings up something interesting. Anybody familiar with the euphemism, uh, friend of Dorothy? I, I felt like making Dorothy a lesbian was the writers giving that a nod. If, if you don't know Friend don't of Dorothy, know friend of Dorothy. It, it was kind of a, a code way back in the 40s, 50s, 60s of saying somebody was gay. Uh, really? because Because Judy Garland wa- was a big um, advocate of gay people back then. Really? And a lot of gay people identified with Dorothy from Wizard of Oz, too. Interesting. I think they talked about that on one's podcast. Because, oh, they? well... Not the main show, but they do a spoiler section towards uh-huh. the end. Mm-hmm. And um, they were talking about it then and they were saying, oh, I wonder, that's when, you know, all this stuff was starting to come out and someone mentioned that. So, yeah, that's where I heard it. Nice. nice. Huh. So. Very interesting. All right. Okay. I, okay. I think I think we've we've waded through the minefield. Okay. And we've come out unscathed. So far. But there's a portal on the other side of it, Amber. Of you course there is. This, right? Because freaking portals are everywhere and they're so easily accessible. They don't take anything anymore. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Who needs a magic bean? Who needs a bean? Who needs a fairy? Who needs, Who needs a hat? A hat. <laughs> okay. So we've said this before and we will, I guess, say it again. But portals are supposed to be very hard to come by and use like in the first two or three seasons Mm -hmm. but now they're everywhere if portals and locator spells were this easy to use then there would be no reason for the show because rumple would have found bay hundreds of years ago Mm -hmm. we wouldn't have had to have the dark curse it would not have happened yeah 
I don't mind it so much that, you know, portals are so prevalent now. I, I mind that they end up showing up in a lot of flashbacks and stuff now, too, to where there yes. were portals just all over the place. As if it was normal. Yeah. And it's it was not. like you walk around the corner and there's a portal. Exactly. And you're or, automatically in a different land. Yep. Or somebody's coming in from a portal. Like, no, mm. that's not It's a right. train station or a bus station, you know. Yes. Next stop, Wonderland. Next stop, Oz. Exactly. <laughs> if you wander far, far long enough in the woods with your nose in the air looking for wolves, you're going to end up in Oz, you Apparently. know. <laughs> like, and another thing, like, not only are the portals everywhere, but now people are easily going between the real world and the underworld. Okay, half a season ago, that was a big deal. Mm-hmm. Now it's not. Like, did did the person who, like, spearheaded that theme get tossed to the side? Because, like, it should have been a big deal. Mm-hmm. You're going to purgatory. You're go- you're walking among the dead. Like, that's not, And most like- of the time, you don't come back from that. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. So, okay. So we have the silver slippers. Are there limited miles on these? Or can Snow now just pop back and forth as she wants? Because Snow has the slippers. I don't know. I'm wondering how many people can travel via the slippers. Exactly. We know it's at least two. Yeah. Like, did, did anyone who, like, has hands on the person wearing them, basically, can... Exactly. Like, there's going to be all these, like, dead people, like, mm. hovering around her next time she goes down to bring a burger or something. Mm. Uh, the only thing I know about the slippers is that the, they're silver, um, that the red slippers were mm-hmm. a movie thing. Yeah. They were mm-hmm. silver in the um in the book. Right. Not that I've actually read the book, but you know, yeah, still it's... that's the only thing I've ever known about the slippers. Yeah, I, I will say uh Matthew Paul in the chat room said, mentions that uh Rumpel was trying to get to a non-magical realm. Now Storybrooke has magic. Uh, so that was part of the difficulty. Okay, that could be it. Yeah, but I, I still feel like... There would uh, have been a way. It, I still feel like in that period, it was a lot harder to come by. You needed a Jefferson or you needed... The magic mirror. Yeah. Or something like that. Mm-hmm. Okay, so then we It was had, more of a challenge. Yes, mm-hmm. it was it definitely a challenge. Because... Well, that was Wonderland. We won't go to Wonderland. <laughs> um... <laughs> We'll be here all night. <laughs> yeah. And like if all you have to do is hold hands with the person who's wearing the slippers, everyone whose name's not on a stone can now leave. Like Snow can just be the shuttle service. She mm-hmm. hops back. All right. Who's leaving <laughs> this round? Boop, boop, boop. Let's go. Like mm-hmm. it's too easy. Then you have this locator spell, which how did Ruby cast a spell? Ruby is not magical. Ruby is a half wolf. I, I don't, don't understand. See, I could actually see her making a deal with somebody who but is who? magical maybe. But but she didn't really have that because she was in Oz for it. So she didn't know anybody to make a deal with. She didn't know with. anybody. Yeah. And Selena Unless Glinda did her a favor. But how did she find well, – but wouldn't Glinda have known what I, had happened to Dorothy? If I remember, Glinda's still banished in to the, the North, Woods. North Woods, I believe. Through oh, a door. wanted crazy theories. I'm trying it's to true. give you one. <laughs> and we're shutting you down. We're shutting them down. <laughs> no, it just confuses me because – how can a locator spell take you to the underworld too? Like, shouldn't it just take you to something else? Like, I feel like we couldn't go all the way there mm-hmm. because when we used the locator spell to find Anna and not Hans, the other guy, Kristoff, mm-hmm. it just took to a beach, but not directly to the thing that they were locked in that was on the beach. Like, it just sort of stopped. Yeah. I don't know. It just feels it's it doesn't make the sense. Also, wasn't look, there two other witches involved though? Like I'm vaguely remembering something about the Oz storyline. There was. Like, there, yeah, was. There, there was. There was like the four witches. witches. There yeah. was the council sister the, witches. Yes, the, the sister yeah. witches. Yeah. Yes. 
I don't know. It just seemed very, again, it was convenient. Mm-hmm. Then we have the Dark One blood. Not too long ago, like two episodes ago, we were reminded that even Hades couldn't make a portal without Dark One blood. And now everyone has a portal at their disposal. Like, so all mm. Rumpel needs to do is cast a locator spell, which we know he knows how to do very easily because we've used them every half season or so. Mm-hmm. And Or, uh, yeah. Or everyone or, somehow became a Dark One. Oh, because they're dead or in the underworld. Well, no, I just meant they somehow randomly, hey, oh, hey, this person's alive. Let's make them a dark one. That way we can have That's random, true. you know. Like when all those dark ones traveled in. back into Rumple, some of them kind of got lost true. along the way. That's true. We That's never true. really got what happened with all of that. Mm-hmm. I, I, I wouldn't be surprised if maybe uh, there was some sort of like innate magical ability that uh, came with being in the underworld. You yeah. know, so, some something. Like, I, I'm not going to say a lot, but I mean, if nothing else, you're immortal minus, you know, getting turned into a puddle by Hades, you know, that sort of thing. Uh, but, hmm. you know, I, I think this definitely comes down to another case, just like True Love's Kiss, uh, of them just, they have these really strong concepts with rules and it's hard to do, but it's super effective for the story when it happens. Right. And they, they've just used it so much, they've run it to the ground and it's almost meaningless now, hmm. you know? Yeah. I, I definitely feel it's another one of those situations. We need some fresh blood, some new concepts. We do. Definitely. For realsies. You For, guys don't think we have a new, new, enough new characters already? <laughs> Not necessarily the new, new characters. characters. Yeah. New, like a new, new curse. Mm-hmm. Let's get oh, a curse yeah. that does something else. Mm-hmm. Let's get... True Love's Kiss does – for some reason, this one curse, True Love's Kiss doesn't work on. That mm. would be lovely to find out what else they have to do. Like, Or it's the one curse that you don't lose your memories. Mm. Yeah. You well, know, that would be lovely, yes. And, and heaven now, forbid that happen. Yeah. And now we you know, we have Bells now in Fireland. Like can mm. we re-explore the oh, – the, the Red Room The Red sort Room. Of because... I'm sorry, but is anyone really surprised that she's asleep again? No, not even remotely. <laughs> not even remotely. I, the way they did it, it was like, oh, hey, mm. surprise, she's under a sleeping curse. And I'm sitting there going, you've had her is. asleep for these past four seasons. What else is new? Yeah. You know? mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That, that's uh, It must be written into her contract or something. Character, or well, but Emily now must be sleeping for three quarters of her scenes. Well, the thing is, like before, now we can actually be a little bit more mad about before because mm-hmm. now it makes sense. Cause she's she was legitimately like seven months pregnant filming this. Woman needs a break. Yeah. But Same thing with Jenny. yeah, well, Jenny's about I think three or so months behind her. Yeah. So, and doing much better this pregnancy than the first one. <laughs> um, neither here nor there. But, like, it makes sense to knock her out now, but she's been knocked out for so long when she wasn't pregnant, and it just made no sense. No, no, no. I'm a, I'm a. It just seemed very convenient to me that they could stop the pregnancy by putting her to sleep. Yes! <laughs> yes. Yeah, and I, I have some points on that later. I, I have a whole thing, and I, I obviously will be getting yeah. your opinion on on the Rumbell situation, Amy. But you know what? I, oh, I was yeah, looking at okay. your your next points in the doc here. I think you've already touched on them. So wild card point. What what uh, point off the top of your head? Point off the top of my head. Hmm. Don't don't point off point off the top of your head. But oh, Henry, not drunk. Yes, writing. yes, he's actually awake. To yes. Well, I kind of like how they did it. How it was just like, hey, she's okay. That way, we don't have to go all the way back. So she she's already in Storybrooke. Mm-hmm. It was just a brief, hey, she's okay. Here's the story. You yeah. know, here's what happened. She's with Neil. You yeah. know that kind of thing. Do you think he just did it? Like that he wrote it? Yes, because see, we actually never see her in Storybrooke. We see it mm-hmm. in the book. Yeah, and he wasn't drunk writing this time. 
That's true. Or drunk illustrating. Or drunk illustrating. <laughs> drunk photoshopping. Drunk photoshopping. He just did it. So there's that. I don't know. Like, I, I've kind of seen his story since uh, the big confrontation confrontation with uh cruella and getting the quill and everything is kind of like the slow burn in the background and i kind of like because well, it brought up again this week yeah and i kind of like seeing it as like a progression to where he's slowly getting better in the background of all of our main characters and then he's going to come out and save the day towards the end yeah kind of oh, yeah. like kinda, he did last time yeah like yeah. he did last season yeah. isn't that what he's done for the past couple of seasons though mm-hmm. yeah like he's like we don't see him for like the whole season, then all of a sudden he becomes the big important hero towards you know the very. I mean, I think the probably the last time I thought he was more important was when he was in Neverland and he was you know mm-hmm. the truest believer or what the heart of the truest called, believer. The heart yep. of the truest believer. I think that was probably the most we've ever seen him as being important, besides just the last episode. Yeah. So if once gets a season twelve, Henry will be the main character. Maybe. Oh my god! By that point, none of these people. Crazy should be prediction. Around. None Crazy of these prediction. people should be around. Crazy prediction. Just... If they ever redo um, Once Upon a Time, Bailey will be Snow White. Yep. I could see Henry being like charming or something like that, mm-hmm. or yeah. Jared being charming, or you know, yeah. someone else like that. And Bobby will still play Miss. Mr. Gold slash Rumpelstiltskin because he'll always be age appropriate for it. (laughs) (laughs) Definitely. Okay. Okay, Well, I I think uh, anything interesting from the chat room, Amory? They're trying to figure out how to sign up to be on. Um, We'll put the link in the show notes. Yeah. It's uh, bit.ly slash beyond greetings. I think we only have two more slots open. We do. We do. And I know uh, there's, I think, one or two people in the chat room who we tried to contact about it and they didn't get back to us. So shame on you. Not our fault. Shame on you. Okay, but uh, we're going to take a quick break here. Then we're going to get back to talking all about once. Uh, first of all, you know, it really helps to spread the show around. If you go over to iTunes or Stitcher Radio or now Google Play Podcast. Google Play Podcast, yes. It uh, just went live this week. And leave a quick review for us uh, so people can find us, so people so have So they know what idea. they're getting. Yeah, exactly. They know what they're getting. Exactly. You know, one of the first people... Uh, to leave uh, one of these reviews for us mm-hmm. uh, was, was somebody who hey, hey, just went in a few days ago and refreshed their review. And I, I thought it was interesting. Uh, Amory, do you want to read this or I'll should I? Okay. I'll read it. <clears throat> okay. It is entitled Too Much Horsing Around. Too Much, Too much. Horsing Around. I have been listening to this podcast since they first started. Lately, I have not been enjoying it as much. Too many commercials for Patreon and advertisements. They frequently talk over each other. What? That, go, go. Or just, no, this is okay. Go ahead. Or go, just finish goof, reading. Or just okay. goof around and get off topic. They do have a lot of good <laughs> insights, but they get off topic. I do not have the time to waste. I want to hear about ones. Uh, this makes me, th- Amory. This makes me a little sad. Didn't you just love that speech by Lex Luthor at the party <laughs> in Batman v Superman? I no, but it, it's a. Uh, this coming. is uh, from Nani Quilting. Spoiler Dream. alert! I haven't even seen that movie yet. <laughs> Lex <laughs> Luthor talks in it. Surprise! <laughs> the red capes are coming. No, no, but uh, it, it's from Nani Quilting Dreams. And first of all, thank you for listening you. for yes. so many years we and, do and everything. It. I, I, I. I this kind of struck me a weird way. Like, I, yeah. I mean, I, I'm not one uh, to kind of reject criticism outright, but I, I don't know. One, we only have one ad. We, well, we we goof, we goof off as much as we always have. <laughs> 
I definitely, uh, I, I feel, I, we, we stay on topic as much as we always have, which is to say about 70%. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and we talk over each other. That's, that's part of the gimmick. And We talk over each other in real life. Trust mm-hmm. me. <laughs> and, you know, I, I've been listening to this, uh, to some of our older episodes lately. And oh, have you? We're way better. <laughs> We're way better than we were back when we didn't have any listeners and Nani was leaving reviews for us. She was the only one leaving us anything. Yeah, yeah. yeah I think I think she might have been like her, her first Wynn. or second review. Yeah, her and Wynn. Uh, so, I, I mean, we if, if the sh- you don't think the show's for you anymore, sorry. We, we're doing our best. Yes. Uh, and, and I will say, too, that the whole Patreon thing, I we have one Patreon Read There's every a, if you go back and listen to our old Audible ads, they were those awful. went on for five or six minutes. Right. The only reason you might be confused is we have a bumper for the mm-hmm. Patreon before the episode starts when you download it, mm-hmm. and then we do the one live read. Yeah, that's, but that's pretty standard. That's, that's it lasts it. about six seconds or something like that. Yeah. Six or seven seconds. Maybe fifteen. But you know what? If I take anything, thank you for your criticism, though. If I, yeah, definitely, thank, thank you. you. And if I take anything away from this review, it's that we we shouldn't uh, do any Patreon ad reads again. So so thank you very much, Nani. Oh, Anne Marie, do you want to tell them about Patreon? Hi guys, we have a Patreon <laughs> over at patreon.com slash universe box is a great way for you to help support our podcast. Greetings from Storybook, Legends of Gotham, and we're so lost. Um, as well <laughs> as a little bit with uh, Bill's books and my website and a little mm-hmm. bit here and there. Right now, um, we have what do we have over there? Twenty eight people. Twenty eight people, yeah. Woo-hoo! 28 people supporting us for as little as 10 cents a month you can be included in that you also get all sorts of free things you'll get all of bill's books free we'll write you a letter we'll sing you a song we'll do a podcast just what? for you we won't just sing you a story a song sing you we'll, a, a story, story sing you a rhyme sing dun 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 no comment once, once upon, upon a time, time. Okay, that was just for you. That was ABC. just for you. I figured um, it was going to happen sooner or later. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to figure out when it would. But, um, you know, once a month we do a patron-exclusive hangout where we invite all of our patrons on to talk and hang out. Um, anybody can watch and be in the chat room. Whoa, microphone. But uh, if you want to be Only patrons the- can be actively involved. In with us and have a good conversation about all sorts of stuff. Oh, it's all sorts of stuff. Definitely. But com slash universe box and we would love to have you help support us so we can do cool things. Yeah, and we want to thank the the twenty eight patrons for giving us 124 Hi. bucks a month. We love each and every one of you. I and we're never gonna mention you again because someone in a review told us we shouldn't. Wah, because wah, we're doing wah. it way too much. Patreon.com slash universe box. And remember to think outside. <laughs> oh, Amanda in the chat room says, haha, this conversation about ads is longer than the ads, lol. <laughs> Very true. That's what we do. That's that's a that's a good point. That's that a good point. A good point. Another good point. But we be... had to talk about it. We had to talk about it. Yeah. Okay. So you know we should get back to talking about once. Okay. Okay. I, I wanted to talk a little bit about Rumpelstiltskin's Patreon. Seven. Uh, no. Okay. I'm oh, sorry. <laughs> uh, no. I wanted to talk about Bell the Unaccountable. Yes. Uh, you know. First of all. Just general impressions, it frustrates me very much that they walked back a lot of the really good stuff they did with the characters last week. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, it, Belle's in a situation in this episode where she can't live with what she did for Rumple. Uh, right. So she's trying to find some way to free herself or absolve herself of the guilt. I think that's my podcasting word for the week is absolve. Absolve. Uh, yeah. Uh, this comes in the form of uh, blaming Rumple for everything that happened. Obviously, uh, Rumpel isn't without sin. He is the dark one, after all. Right. But uh, 
She's the one who ultimately decided to push Gaston in the river. She did. If she was so down on Rumple, why didn't she just let him shoot him? You well, know, I, I think she's torn. Yeah, I think so too. But you know, I, I think at this point, you know, deed's done. Mm-hmm. Time to move on. She made a, one thing that kind of stuck out at me though, and I don't, yeah. didn't put this in my notes, so I wanted oh. to mention it. It's just that she was like. If Hades had saved the baby, it would have been okay. She said something along those yeah, lines, and really I was did. like, uh, yet again, she's like the moral arbiter of like everything. Like, yep. if it benefits me, then it's fine. But if not, then you're bad and evil. She didn't used to be like this. Mm-hmm. She used to have very clear like where she fell with everything. Mm-hmm. Not so much anymore. Definitely. Maybe it's all that sleeping. But, you know, she made a mistake, uh, and when you're married to the Dark One, it's all too easy to find somebody somebody to blame outside of yourself because there's somebody else in your vicinity right. that everybody's blaming for everything anyway. So it's really easy to point the finger and be like, oh, ah. it, it's my Dark One husband. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, like I've been saying all season, this is another case of Belle needing to accept who she really is and the decisions she makes and living with them and trying to grow from them and, you know, grow as a person by accepting who she is. Rumpel has done that, I think, at this point. Yeah. And and he's trying to move on and change for her. But she needs to be honest with herself, too, if that's ever going to work. Like, he's put... he's. I, I feel like at this point... Rumple's putting effort into it. I mean, yeah, no, he is though. Yeah, there, there was a very. What's that? I have no faith in Rumple anymore. Yeah, no faith. I'll believe that. (laughs) Well, but he's Mm. not putting on airs anymore as much. He's like, I'm not going to change for you. Mm -hmm. It's not going to happen. This is me, and you know what? That honesty is like the most respect. Mm-hmm. That he gets for me because it's like, all right, yeah, you're it, a jerk, but you're telling everyone you're a jerk. At the same time, he, he's still saying that, you know, if you think maybe I can be the dark one to turn dark into light or something. Yeah, sure. I'll try it. But I'm probably still going to be a little bit selfish. Mm-hmm. And I'm just glad he's not, oh, sorry. Go ahead. Oh, no, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, I'm just glad he's not flip flopping anymore. Yeah. Like saying he's going to be good. He tries to be good. Then all of a sudden he's secretly evil and yeah. then no, not tell anybody for like, <clears throat> sorry, a full season. And then everyone find out, gets mad at him and he turns evil for a couple of episodes. And then he's all of a sudden back to being a good guy. Yeah. He just said flat out, I'm not going to change. And, he, I'm, and to me, it's like, well, I figured that out a long time ago. What took you so long to figure it out? Right. <laughs> so, but other than that, I mean, I just kind of, grown disappointed in him yeah mm-hmm. purely just because of everything that's just happened yeah there's, yeah. Been, there's been a lot of stuff yeah. mm-hmm. definitely I, I i i do think though that that you know, i think we're all in agreement that you know he he, he is finally being honest with himself about yeah. himself and he he needs that from his partner too if they're ever gonna but are they still partners march even? forward I, I think so i think i, I think, think she's holding out hope mm-hmm. that yeah. he, she can switch with around with him yeah. or you know Turn him back to the light side mm-hmm. in Star Wars terms, I guess. <laughs> you, you know, coming one, soon. One thing I did think was really interesting that happened at the end of the episode when she comes back with the pinprick and this, that, and the other was that in the last scene, Rumple had his head down in a book, digging into magical tomes yes. for research, while Belle is the one hatching a reckless plan involving magic to accomplish her goals without considering the ramifications for yes. anyone around her. Uh, so I thought it was interesting that their roles kind of reversed there. Yeah. It's the a end. freaky Friday. A little freaky Friday, <laughs> for sure. If nothing else, I think, I think they're more made for each other than even they realize. Yeah. Although I, I will say... 
she she thought, oh, my dad can give me true love's kiss. Mm-hmm. Aren't they kind of on the outs? Or didn't she think her dad was kind of a jerk after everything that went down? I can't remember. Uh, maybe I, maybe that's just he me. walked her down the aisle. When Did they he got walk? Married. Yeah, he yeah. was there married. So begrudging but still, true love, but still being her true love's kiss is a stretch. Yeah. I think. I mean, I don't know. It could be that unconditional parent-child love kind of thing. That's too. true. That is true because we did have Emma and Henry. Mm-hmm. Blood is thicker than water and all that. Yeah, a little bit of that. Isn't there something where that that phrase "blood is thicker than water" it actually means the opposite of what most people use it for? I forget what it is, but there's something where the it's blood is thicker than water, but something something something, and it basically says. Yeah, your family, uh, they're tied to you, but you can kick them to the curb if they mess with you or something. And, you know, wow. something like that in water and drink. I don't know. I don't know. Write in if you, <laughs> if you know. If you can explain it to us, please do. <laughs> okay. Uh, you wanted to talk about Belle, too, right, Amber? Oh, my goodness. Yes. Belle, why are we going to Zelina? Zelina. Zelina. For help instead of going to the heroes. First of all, there's like eight of them down here, most of which not doing anything. And there's at least two of them who have consistent magical powers, as where Zelina's powers are sketchy at best in the underworld. Like, she she cut her kid with with the magic on the, on the cheek. I don't mm-hmm. understand. Um, like, I get that she doesn't trust Rumple. She doesn't trust herself with Rumple and all of that sort of stuff. But why does that increase the trust for Zelina? Mm-hmm. Zelina. I don't get it. See, I'm, I'm not going to say her name from now on, right? Zelina, with my Italian-like talking hands going Zelina. Zelina. I know a witch named Zelina. Zelina. That's beautiful. Um, like, does she really think that Zelina is not going to turn on her? Mm-hmm. Like, well, uh-huh. I'm actually divided on Zelina because as much as I don't want this to be the case – I really feel like she's trying to become the star pupil of Regina's Redemption School. She really is. By, you know, uh, willingly giving up the slippers. And she, she, I feel like she's trying to do good, but at the same time, she's being pulled in a couple different directions. Yeah, like the direction of Hades. I don't want her to turn good. I don't want her to be redeemed, but I feel like that's where they're going with her. Of course My they fear are. is that she's going to turn into Rumple. Mm-hmm. Like. Ooh. Like I was saying, the flip flop thing. Uh-huh. Like she mm-hmm. now she's trying to be good for her kid and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. But then there's Hades, who's giving her what she's always wanted anyway. But she won't believe, you know, believe it. But mm-hmm. but it gives her a chance to be evil. Mm-hmm. So she has the choice of either being evil or being good, and she'll go back and forth on it like Rumple did. Oh. Maybe. And Regina did to a degree. Regina did for a while. Definitely. She, yeah. was, she was back and forth for a while. She still has some slip-ups. Mm-hmm. But I'm with you, Bill. I hope she doesn't get redeemed. I think they're trying to redeem every evil char- almost every evil character, and I'm getting tired of it. Mm-hmm. Redemption yeah. arcs are boring for the third week in a row. <laughs> I just would like an evil character to be evil. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. why I like Cruella, because there's no way there's a redemption arc for her. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Um, oh, and if she was going to Zelina because she's a mother, there are three other mothers in the underworld just on Team Good Guys. There are three. Very like, true. if she's going to go, mama, baby, like, that doesn't make any sense. Yeah, and what what sense does it make to, hey, you remember when I stole your baby? Can you help me with mine? Yes! Sort of thing? Yes! Why and, was and that hey, the idea? <coughs> oops, sorry. It's all right. If she was looking for a mother, why not look for her own? Yes. I would think she would be in the underworld for unfinished business or something. Exactly. Mm-hmm. She was killed by an ogre. Especially yeah, if there's true. a certain theory that is true. Yes. That yes. theory. Uh, we uh, we what, love that theory. Remind people of that theory, Amy P. My theory is, is that Belle's mom is an author. We never saw a body when she died. Mm-hmm. She dove for the books when the ogres attacked. I'm a bookworm. I love to read. 
but even I don't think I would would have dived for the books. <laughs> yeah. You know, so because she kept saying that the books were important. So mm-hmm. my my theory was is that at some point she was an author, and there might be a slim possibility she's either still alive mm-hmm. or and just in hiding, maybe. I don't know. But last the Gaston episode, they kept talking about the mom, and I was kind of disappointed that they didn't actually see her in the yes, episode. Yes, especially whether she or not alive. she was the author. Yes. Whether or not she was the author, you know, we could at least have seen her. Maybe right? they you couldn't know? get the actress or something. Maybe. Um, from the chat room, Amanda said, the real phrase is, the blood of the covenant is thicker than the water of the womb, which means that friends are better than family. Yes. Yes, that's it. Thank you. Thank you, Amanda. Thank you, Amanda. Uh, yeah, but uh, definitely the uh, Bill's mom as an author theory. I think that's one of uh, the the long-running theories on the show. Thanks to Amy P. Absolutely. Along with Johanna did it. Johanna did it. Johanna's going to be revealed <gasps> to be Where Hades. Where is Johanna? That's what I was about to say, Amber. <laughs> she had unfinished business. <laughs> she had unfinished business. Her show has wrapped... Mrs. Padmore, I command you to. She appear. had unfinished business. She had a, the rest of her evil plan to enact. Well, for if goodness she's really sake. evil, she would be Hades, like secretary or something. Like, or <gasps> Maybe she is Hades. Ooh. Maybe Johanna is, is Hades in disguise. She's paying a panic. That's You've seen the Hercules, the Disney movie from <laughs> yes. Hercules. She's paying a panic. Nice. Oh, I like it. All sorts of new Johanna did it theories tonight. <laughs> Johanna did it. Okay, over in the chat room, I wanted to point out too, Amanda said in reference to Rumpel, uh-huh. uh, I think it's because the show is still trying to justify his decision to the audience. I, I wish they would just stop talking about him being evil and the dark one and just show us through his actions and bring back fun, evil Rumpel from season one and yes, the please. flashbacks. I think that's where they're going, but they ain't there yet. They ain't there, they ain't there yet. Anything no. else from the chat room, Anne Um, A lot of discussion about, can we not just leave the evil people evil enough with the redemptions i want some permanently evil characters cruella zelina rubble stiltskin hades yes <laughs> yeah i want cruella cora and peter pan to team up <gasps> that would be i mean yes. we were talking about the mistresses of darknesses the last season yeah mm-hmm. that would be like the ultimate team darkness right there yeah yeah they all teamed up to get out of the underworld because cora wants to get out because of regina mm-hmm. or zelina what or both of them Cruella wants to get out because She's you know Cruella. she wants Hen- yeah and she wants Henry to write her out. P- Peter wants to get out because of Rumple. So I mean I could see the, all three of them teaming up somehow and trying to find a way out or they're already out and Ooh. or something. Well, we know? haven't seen Pan. True. Yeah. So there's that. Other than his one voiceover, pa- Pan has been in the Heroes Reborn universe. That is so over at this point, though. Yeah, he was probably shooting or doing press for it or something. Yeah, he was or, probably doing press. But uh, okay, uh, you know, I'll go ahead and get to my last point here. I like that theory though for sure. Mm-hmm. Okay, if if Hades can destroy damned people at wheel like he does with Auntie M in mm-hmm. uh, this week's episode, why hasn't he done it to our heroes? It leads me to believe oh. that he needs something from them. Oh. You know, because if he could dismiss anybody that easily, why hasn't he done it to the people who were driving him crazy? Such a pain, like, pain throw the his, water at them. Pain in his blue hair. You know, I think it was I think it was maybe a latch, last ditch effort. Like at first he thought, okay, I'll get these people to take care of it. They'll take mm-hmm. care of it and then they'll be gone. But now they're, you know, getting more involved. They're, you know, taking care of they're pretty much beating whatever Hades throws at them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So now he's really angry. So now he's going after them personally. I could yeah. see that. I, could, I, I and, and that's definitely where it's, it seems to be going on the surface. I'm just wondering if there's something – because 
there's a big question mark over Hades at this point. Mm-hmm. Uh, that we're really not sure where his allegiances lie, as, as it should be. Mm-hmm. His allegiances lie with Zelina. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and they hurt Zelina, or at least Regina did. Mm-hmm. So he's, I think he's do because he's in love with her, or thinks he's in love with her, or, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, he's going to do it purely because of her. Mm-hmm. I think yeah. Zelina. He, she's the driving force, I would think, of it really of wh- why he would do it. Mm-hmm. Any, anyway, that and now they're just taking him off <laughs> because they keep, you know, he keeps trying to get them to go away, and they won't go away. <laughs> I I did like where he he kind of uh sit, told. Everyone in the underworld, hey, don't help these guys. This will happen to you. I kind of wonder when, if they're going to end up rising up and going after the heroes to <gasps> save themselves or something. Ooh. Maybe that was the plan. Yeah. Tur- okay. Turn the whole town against them. Basically, if they won't leave on their own. I'll force them out mm-hmm. kind of That's thing. That's true. I like that. I, uh, one other thing I was wondering, though, is can Hades just create more if, – if he if he wants everyone to stay and everything, can he just create more tombstones? But he doesn't want them to stay. Well, I mean he, he doesn't want them to go obviously because he created the three initial tombstones. No, he just wanted to cause conflict. I guess. He just wanted to take away their hope. Mm-hmm. He was trying to take away Hook's choice or yeah. torture Hook. And one mm-hmm. way the way – torture Hook, Hook is loyal. Mm-hmm. And one way to do the torture hook is to test his loyalty. Who is he truly loyal to? Yeah. Emma I, I, or his friends? I, I kind of wonder why he left Hook's hook enchanted, though. Because I mean, he forgot. Like, he pops up at random times. Yeah, I know everything that's going on here. That's so true. obviously he knows he was, that Hook's hook is still enchanted and what went down to because, get Snow oh, back. Because he made the choice. He made a choice. Oh, I guess so, right? He chose David. He chose David. I like that. David's not leaving. Mm-hmm. I don't think David's leaving. Yeah. No, he's not because he got his name etched into the tomb. Right. The, but oh. there, like, there's no way out, like... That character is, is there to stay. Do not say that. He is going out. <laughs> oh, I love this reference. Uh, huh? Amanda in the chat room says, perhaps you have to be dead <gasps> for him to be able to Alex Mack you. Love yes! that show. Yes. The Secret World of Alex wow, Mack. Wow, that's a reference I haven't heard in a Deep while. Cut. Yes. Deep cut. I love it. Uh, but, you know, he Hook makes the choice with David Nolan. Yeah. But that leaves two choices left. Exactly. Wait, I, I have, sorry, I have a question real quick. Yes, okay. If David doesn't get out, what if they... Th- <coughs> Sorry. What if they think David got out? Like, what if James went into in his place? That could be interesting. But how is James going to leave? Because his name's already on a tombstone. They're fighting next week, so anything could happen. That's very true. That's very true. <laughs> anything, literally, anything. Kill, literally anything can happen. He could kill Charming for all we know, and because you know, we all know Snow can't tell the difference. This is very true. <laughs> so you know, he they could probably get away with it. <laughs> He's the fourth member of Team Evil or fifth nice. member, whatever you want to tell them. He's on Team Evil. Team yeah. Evil's going to have like 20 members by the time we're done here tonight. Pretty much. It'll be good. Um, in the chat room, Red Mage um, says, David has Zootopia money now. <laughs> exactly. From Wifey. So. Nice. Uh, but, you know, Hook has two choices left. Uh, yeah. As far as I can see, uh, he, the two choices he, he's going to make is uh, he's going to trade Regina for Zelina because their names rhyme. Which and, works, especially if Zelina and Hades are all like are already together. chummy chummy. Yeah. And then he's going to trade Rumpel for Emma because he still has a score to settle with Rumpel, okay. which leads me to my sub prediction. Wow. That after Hades is defeated, Rumpel takes over the underworld. I'm OK with that. I think that I would be that. That would be like pretty much close to a happy ending for him. Mm-hmm. It, you know, it really might be. Mm-hmm. But that means Belle would have to stay in the underworld. 
Very does true. It. But then again, she could become the Persephone. The like six months here, six stay. months there. Yeah, because she doesn't want to stay in the underworld or she's mad at Rumpel like for the billionth time or whatever. And, you know, she spends six months there, six months, you know, mm-hmm. you know, outside the underworld. Well, if I... It, it, it might not matter because she might not mind because she might still be sleeping. That's true. As Bella's She'll want to do. She'll have no idea what's happening. <laughs> okay, Amory, you wanted to wrap up with the point about Hades too, right? Okay, so we have been talking and talking and talking about defeating Hades. But I still don't know what that's going to look like in the end mm-hmm. or any sort of plan on how to make that happen. For weeks, they have been going, we have to beat Hades. We have to take down Hades. Okay, what are you going to do? Are you going to outsmart him? Are you going to use Alina against him? Are you going to magic him? Other than continuing to help people move on, what else is the plan? Mm -hmm. Push him into the River of Souls? But they have to actually, like, but they have to get there. Shave his head with a water pick? Like, really, at that point, when they found out that it was the soup that had the water, they should have, like, dumped the soup on him. Mm -hmm. What else? I mean, (laughs) but again, what happens to the underworld when Hades is gone? I don't understand. Yeah, but I could it, see them bringing other Greek gods into it. That would be awesome. Yeah, like that, bringing in Zeus or something since they brought up the whole Zeus versus Hades yeah. thing. Yeah, and since Her- Hercules is back there and he knows what's going on in the underworld, I could definitely see that happening. Mm-hmm. But you're definitely right that, you know, the heroes started out, we must defeat Hades. And now they're like, uh, we must defeat Hades, I guess, man. There's Sorry. no ticking time clock on it. No, there is no, no pressing need to do anything. Mm-hmm. Which, as I mentioned last week, I think is kind of the point and kind of the effect of the underworld on people is that they kind of just lose their their fight. Right. The gumption. Their gumption. Their yes, gumption, as that. it were. I like yeah, it. I can see that. Definitely. Okay. So I, I think we've we've sussed out this episode. We've wandered the minefield. By the way, patreon.com slash universe box. Uh, you know what Patreon is, Anne-Marie? It's something we talk too much about. It is. So we'll stop talking <laughs> about you know, it. So why don't we do the arbitrary scale instead? We're going to rate this episode. Okay. Okay. So let's see here. Out of 37 cooing munchkins, how many cooing munchkin, munchkins do you give this episode, Amy P? We'll start with you. I said 37. 37 cooing munchkins. Wow. I give it a 30. 30 what? Do it. Munchkins. Nope. Do I'm it. I'm not saying it. Do I'm it. I'm not saying it. Cooing munchkins. 30 cooing mushrooms. Mush- I can't say it now. <laughs> anyway. 30 um, cooing mushrooms. Yes. That's it. <laughs> Episode title right there. Um, cooing mushrooms. I liked yes. it. Um, but I think at the same time, I didn't like it because we were, I think, like everybody else, I guess, we. I was anticipating it to be a bad episode. Mm-hmm. Purely because of Ruby, because, you know, last week, every, you know, when she came back, every, you know, I guess they expected everyone to go, oh, yay, Ruby's back. But everyone kind of went, oh, crap, Ruby's yeah. back, <laughs> you know, you know, which meant Canadian bootleg. So yes. I think someone mentioned it in the chat room. This was pretty much the sequel to the Canadian bootleg. Yes. Although so- I will say it was much it, it was not a Canadian bootleg level episode. No, there were good true. parts of it. There were good yeah, parts. That's of why it. I gave it as high as I did because I think it was good. It just like Anne Marie says, it needs some or a lot improvement mm-hmm. to yeah. it. So yeah. Okay, over in the chat room we have unseen viewer giving a eighteen uh, cooling munchkins and a silly hat. Bobby gives it twelve cooling munchkins. Oh. Uh, Hoops nine hundred gives it twenty five cooling munchkins and a ruby slipper. Wow. Fair enough. And Amanda gives it uh, seventeen cooling munchkins. And I definitely thought you said gooey, which is a different connotation. Yes. Uh, okay, I will leave that alone. Let it go. Let it go. Uh, Angel T gives it twenty seven. Okay. 
Yeah. Step away from the reference. Okay. Uh, But Angel T gives it 27 cooing munchkins. It was all right, but there were just a few things that soured soured it for me. And uh, Anne-Marie. I was about to say, would you like to know how many cooing munchkins I give it? Thank you for doing it so I didn't have to. Yeah, definitely. (laughs) 23 and a funny beard. Why? Because it just... (laughs) <laughs> like, I'm struggling here, guys. I want to like the show. I want to love the show. I want to want to turn on Netflix and binge watch this show. Mm-hmm. It's but not it's happening. Harder. It's getting harder. And I want to like it. But I'm terrified for next season. Mm-hmm. Terrified. Yeah, and this isn't cool. helping me. This isn't helping. Yeah, this half season especially feels a lot like a step forward, two steps back kind of thing. Like they do something I like and then they undo it to the nth degree in the next episode. They just uh, seem to backtrack a lot. Yes. Yeah. Definitely. Over in the chat room, uh, Red Mage gives it 30 cooing munchkins due to having Dorothy as a guy from Kansas and a, build in, a built-in ship name, I think is what Yeah. Okay. There's also that. We didn't even mention this at all. That the, they literally named the episode the ship name. Yeah, which I thought was a little... Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. It, yeah. Yeah, it's a little too on the nose, a little too... It's a little too, we're going to tell you what to like. Mm-hmm. We're going to name that ship for you. Kind, kind of how, a few episodes back how they called her, what, uh, uh, not Warrior, Warrior, Sno- Warrior, Warrior Snow. Snow. Yeah, and it was just No, like Bandit Snow. Bandit Snow, and that's sort of a fandom name yeah. to reference that period in the character's life. So yeah. it was a little weird. Yep. A little weird. Okay, and as for me... <laughs> Amanda, face palm, I just remembered there's another season. <laughs> <laughs> As for me, I think I'm going to give it uh, 21 Kuin Munchkins because uh, I liked it in some ways. In other ways, I didn't. I really didn't like what they did with Rumbell, and I thought that the whole True Love's Kiss plot line was way over the top, way too easy. And I, th- I think, I think the fact that it's the first LGBT relationship on the show mm-hmm. deserved a lot more respect. Than yes, that. it didn't get respect. Yeah, it. it, yeah. it it deserved a good episode to go with it. Right. I think it didn't help that we all knew it was coming at the yeah. same time. I think it would have been better if it was mm-hmm. like, you know, way back in season two or three or whenever we figured out about Mulan. Mm-hmm. Yes. That um, if it happened like that, that would have, you know, would have made a whole big difference, I think. Oh, yeah. Instead, it just came off as sort of uh, cynical, okay, shut up fans about Swan Queen. Yes. And- Here you go. And yeah. plus, we'll get some press out of this. Here's something. Yeah. yeah. Here's something. We'll get some Absolutely. new ar- some new write ups. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Monica yeah, gives it. We all knew it was coming. That was the thing. The yeah. sec- they they shouldn't have had um, Ruby Land last week. Mm-hmm. They should they should have just literally completely waited and danced around it until this episode aired. I think I don't know. I just I didn't like. We knew those characters were in the episode, so we knew what the episode was going to be. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Over in the chat room, uh, Monica gives it 35 cooing munchkins. <laughs> Definitely. Uh, but yeah, yeah, good discussion. Even if it wasn't a great episode, it was a great discussion with a great guest, Amy P. Yeah. We, oh, thank you. We're so glad to have hey, you back. I know. It's been way too long. Been way too long. We were actually talking in the pre-show about maybe how we do the the, the hangouts at the end of yeah. the, the season mm-hmm. or the half season. Maybe do one of them with just all of the guests we've had on this half season. That I really th- would be fun. That would I be... really do think that's a good idea. Mm-hmm. Well, and of course you do. Cause... Yeah. It was yeah, your idea. Just on the <laughs> and not just because I want to be on the season or the show again. <laughs> sure, Amy P. Sure. Okay, well, we're going to hand up. A... <laughs> 
Okay, we're going to hang up on you in a second, but why don't you tell, tell people where they can find you online? Um, I'm mostly on Twitter, I guess, um, at Amy1102. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's pretty much where you <laughs> find me. I mean, yeah. Um, and can you tell us who was calling you during the episode? I have sales no calls. Idea. Sales calls. Sales calls, probably. <laughs> I have no idea. That's why I threw it out of the room, but it yeah. was apparently not working. <laughs> so, Perfect. Okay. I was well, told the phone was unplugged. I was It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> I was told the phone would be unplugged. Well, you know what, Amy? We're going to unplug, unplug you. you. Bye. Yeah, that was Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much, Amy P. Thank though. you so much. Lots and lots and lots Yay. of fun. I love I'm Amy I'm sure she'll P. be over in the chat room now. Yeah, she'll probably be in the chat room for a few more minutes. I always love having her on and her crazy theories. and Such good theories. Definitely. Now, Yay. on to the news. News. First up, the ratings. ABC's Once Upon a Time got a 1.2, which was adjusted up a tenth of a point. Which made it even for last week. Remember two years ago when it was getting a 3.4? But so was everything else nothing's yeah that's that true anymore. that's true and we talk about this every week yep uh so we're not going to talk about it now and nope. we're just going to go over and check out the uh the sisters the, the, trailer yes. for next week as soon as i can get it loaded up here uh hey, i see is a on proposal he yeah uh, uh not just is uh, it a prom proposal a proposal have you not heard of those i have not heard of a proposal oh it's where boys are like propose is there to gonna girls? be a prom on once upon a time oh <gasps> That'd be fun. That would be fun. Uh, oh, Cora's, Cora's back. back. Guess uh, who's back? Then we get the uh, the brothers face off the in the episode fight. called Sisters. So there's that. Boom, boom, and then uh, boom, 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 boom. James is holding a gun on boom, 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 Robin Hood. Boom, boom, boom. Looks like. I wonder what could happen to Robin. He's making the Robin Hood face though. That's for sure. Yeah. The scared Robin Hood face. Scared Robin Hood face. Do it. Do it. No. Do don't it. do it. Don't do it. Do it. He's not watching. Yeah. But we'll be we'll be talking about that episode next week. Oh, right, I am fine. sure. I am absolutely sure. I, it could be interesting. Could be horrible. Could be somewhere in between. We're yep. gonna find out next week. I yep. hope you join us. Uh, but you know what? We got some feedback. Well, we used to we used to encourage you, and I feel so guilty about this. Oh no. We used to encourage you to put yourself in danger. In order to get to your computer or your phone quick enough to leave us feedback. Because we recorded the night after once was over. I know. We may have even told you to slap babies. Don't do that. Yeah. Don't. Never do hit kids. Children. Except maybe do once or twice. No. But only if they're in hell. Because they, they won't feel it too much. Whoa. Um, but, you know, so I feel really horrible and really torn up about that. Which is why we moved the show to Wednesday nights, 8.30 p.m. EST at live.universebox.com. So you have plenty of time to get that feedback in. Yes. Uh, so, you know, you don't have to rush. You can, you can chill out. You can, you know, take a walk. Come back. Sit down at your computer. Go to patreon.com slash universe box. And remember to think outside. And then after you're done with that, you can email us. Greetings from storybrook at gmail.com. Tweet us at GF Storybrook. The Facebook is facebook.com slash greetings from storybrook. And the voicemail number is 424-274-2352. Again, that's 424-274-2352. And as always, uh, we're going to start off with Bobby. Take it away, Bobby. Hey guys, it's Bobby. Hello. So I guess I'll start with the positive. Um, I think I mentioned it in chat last week. I kind of like where it feels like they're going with Zelina. Like maybe she'll be the, uh, savior, quote unquote, of this arc. Oh. Uh, realizing that she can be loved and then accepting Hades' love. Now I don't know the semantics of how all that will break down and, uh, what that will do to reverse everything, but that's just my crazy theory for the time being. 
other than that, what in Hades' name was going on in this episode? <laughs> um, so much wasted potential. There were so many things that, like, like I said, wasted potential. Um, <laughs> Mulan and Ruby are back, characters that people loved, and uh, they just felt like forced and and shorted in this. Or oh my god! Right. <laughs> and then like I thought that Oz looked great, but like. It was wasted. They, mm-hmm. Oz and Kansas and the Munchkins, all of that looked great for the brief time that we saw it. But oh, like, what does all of that mean? Nothing. Absolutely nothing. Everything in this episode felt forced, felt like out of place, felt like it didn't belong. It felt like this weird story that was going on that we were just let in on. Um, and it made absolutely no sense whatsoever. Whenever they try to say some time ago or whatever and jigger stuff into the timeline of this, of the series yeah. and you try to piece it all together, it makes absolutely no sense whatsoever. <laughs> I do not understand. Bobby, I feel like you didn't like the episode. Man. I was so emotional tonight. You don't have a, a chart in your writer's room with some sort of timeline <laughs> so you can figure it out because this makes absolutely no sense. And they wasted so much. Oh, my God. They, I, I was so looking forward to this episode because the past two weeks, I felt, have been the strongest of the season at the very least. Mm-hmm. And, <laughs> like, they they did so much of redeeming – not redeeming in the sense of the show, but redeeming, in my eyes, the characters of Rum, uh, Rumpel and Belle – only to take like five giant leaps backwards in this episode, like back to stupid Bell. I, <laughs> I do not understand what they were thinking with this episode. Uh, a a storyline that that a certain member of the members, certain members of the community wanted for so long, and they just like not only did they waste it, but it felt like a total slap in the face, at least to me. And I don't even, you know, I'm not even part of that community. Um, mm-hmm. Oh my god. And what was that with Auntie M and, and the breath thing? And then they introduced the stupid phone booth stuff a few episodes just to have this happen. Did Jenny, uh, did uh, Goodwin need time off to do, go do Zootopia Press? Uh, oh my god. I am so upset about this episode. I was so looking Couldn't forward tell. to more and, uh, okay. Out of 43 wasted, wasted, wasted characters, I'm gonna <laughs> give it 14. This- <laughs> Wow, wow. Thank you very much, Bobby. Out of 43, we get 14. Wow. My hair is singed after hearing that. I enjoy Monica's Bobby's channeling Anne-Marie talking about timelines. Mm-hmm. I've given up. I will say Amanda over in the chat room says, uh, interesting they cared so much about Neil being safe and had to go home, but Robin and the baby are going to stay in the underworld and not catch a ride back as well. And this reminds me of something I noticed during the episode. Uh, Zelina's basically like, leave my baby in hell where it's safe. Yep. I'll, I'll go. I'll leave my baby leave here in baby. hell with uh with Robin, uh, the only non-powered character in hell uh, for Pretty some much. reason. It's good. It's good. It's, it's good. good. It's lovely. No, but thank you very much, uh, Bobby, uh, for sure. Okay, next up is As Victoria, I believe, if I heard it correctly. Hi, I'm As Victoria on Twitter, oh. and I just saw your tweet. I really loved the gay aspect, the lesbians. It was because um, it's a very female empowering show to begin with, and mm-hmm. and I do appreciate that. I've read all of the fairy tales. I've got Grimm's right on my bookshelf right now, and they're so often so well grim and punitive, <laughs> and they're just seem designed to frighten children into behaving well and being good little citizens. And this has just opened up a whole new way of redeeming fairy tales and making it all about all kinds of love. And I just 
thought it was great. I, it was kind of telegraphed, you know, when they gave each other nicknames and and yeah. and uh, she gave um I'm sorry, Red gave gave Dorothy the look earlier in the show, and I was really happy that you telegraphed it and followed through. So thanks a lot, and here's one very happy viewer and i will continue to watch bye excellent Yay! yeah i mean yeah it, it's great that people liked it too i yeah. like like i said i like that it happened i just think it could have happened a better way yeah i i think maybe maybe it's 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 just a, a once problem that, that has been happening lately is that they just haven't been putting enough effort into a lot of storylines and yes. this is just another example of it it was a it was a great thing that happened and mm-hmm. you know made a lot of people happy well, there. I mean, I guess this is sort of going to fall the same way this whole half season has. Is there's not. I mean, there's there's that slight arc of hey, we're in the underworld and we have to get out. But every episode is completely different. Mm-hmm. There's little bits that carry over, but there are. We introduce a character, we have a story, we get rid of the character. We introduce mm-hmm. a character, we have a story, we get rid of the character. That's what's going to happen to these two. We are not going to see them again. We're not going to see them happily living in Oz or Kansas or Storybrooke. They're done. Like, that's the that, way. That, 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 what about my water bottle? Monica, take it away. Hi, guys. It's Monica. Uh, just a couple of thoughts on this week's episode. Loved it. Loved seeing Red again. Um, and, and her story arc in this episode, uh, I am wondering if uh, Snow White is going to stay in Underbrook as her way of bowing out now that um, Jennifer Goodwin is pregnant again. Um, mm-hmm. Also, something that kept bugging me through the episode turned out unnecessarily um, it was not pretty early on that Red had feelings for Dorothy. So with uh, Sleeping Curse, does true love's kiss have to be reciprocated? You know, it doesn't have to be romantic, thanks to um, mm-hmm. Regina and Henry, but uh, it didn't work for Rumple and Belle. But then can Rumple really feel true love anyway? Didn't work for Robin and Marion, but then Robin was already in love with Regina. And then it didn't work for uh, Hook and Emma in New York, um, so is that our indication that it does have to be reciprocated or was there something else at work there? Mm-hmm. And also I'm loving how efficient Hades is at his job. <laughs> he's a god. He's supposed to be good at this stuff and he is fantastic. Uh, I look forward to hearing what you guys have to say tonight. See you then. Bye. Thank you very much, Thank Monica. You. And yeah, I see you in the chat room there too. Hello. Hello. Okay, uh, we have uh, two quick ones here from Don Owar, our okay. guest last week, right? Yes. Yeah, uh, first up, uh, this one, uh, which I called Don Owar Zero. Oh. Hi, Bill and Anne-Marie. It's Don Owar. How are you? Okay. I had a random thought while driving down the highway, and I thought I would leave it for you because um, I don't know. I hope know you pulled do, over. Do we do Carpot office? Yeah. Yes, we do. How uh-huh. <laughs> do we do? Right. Um, I think maybe that they haven't named Zelina's baby. Because one of our female leads is going to die, and then they're going to name the baby that, like they did Neil. Oh. That's my theory, right? And I'm sticking to it. That's like a thing we did on the last podcast. Right. <laughs> Hi. Hi, Bill and Anne-Marie. It's Donna War. How are you? <laughs> I just finished watching uh, once, and um, I just want to say I love gay people. I love gay people, but um, <laughs> I'm not really sure that was a really great love story. So exactly. like, that's my issue there. Um, like, 
they had a walk in the woods. I think like Bell, Bell and uh, what's his bucket last week had a better love story. Yes, that was not much of a love story, but whatever. Okay, I'll go with it. But um, I really wanted them to have Toto give her true love kiss. Why didn't anybody <laughs> think to try yes, that? Yes, that would have made sense <laughs> too. Toto could have given her true love kiss. And in fact, I called it from the beginning, and I was waiting because I thought it would be such a great moment. But uh, we didn't get that, so mm. I'm, I'm a little sad. Um, Mulan loses again. Nobody loves Mulan, but Mulan. <laughs> Toto just sat there and did nothing, and he could have woke her up the whole time. You know it's true because the, the love of a good dog that surpasses any lesbian you just met in the woods and had a, uh, any bi uh, <laughs> curious woman that you met in the woods and had one walk with and watch her transform into a wolf. That's not feeling on that topic. Anyway, bye. Thank you so much for swerving three different ways to kind of soften your statement. <laughs> I appreciate it. Yes. I, I mean, you know, me personally, I don't care. But, uh, you know, some of our viewers have sensitive ears yes. for sure. Uh, so we definitely appreciate uh, your efforts in that arena. Yes. Okay. Uh, next up, we have a letter from Kristen. Kristen says, Dear greetings from Storybrooke. Hi, it's me again. Hi. I just want to say thanks for reading my letter on the podcast last week. Not a problem. I never thought it would have been read on the air. Oh, that's what we do. It's happening again. I give this episode <laughs> 7 out of 10 Totos uh, because there wasn't much to the plot other than David now has his name on the stone instead of snow. And she gets back to Storybrooke v- v- via the slippers. And also, Belle puts herself in a sleeping curse. Uh, but I really enjoyed the Ruby and Dorothy relationship. I did think it was going to be Ruby and Mulan, so that disappointed me a little bit because I want Mulan to find love. Mm-hmm. But it was still cute to see. Next week's episode looks really good. I'm excited to see James again, but not excited to see if he's going to take David's place forever. And what I... do you guys think of James and David? I, I know you've talked about it before, uh, Kristen. Uh, well, then you know what well, we think about it. Move that. on. No, I... No. <laughs> <laughs> it, I think this is why I thought it was in what's coming up next episode is why I thought it was interesting. James was coming back to the show. Yes. Their first meeting. Finally. We still, yeah. We They've still never met. Yet, They've so. never met. Okay. Our next letter. <clears throat> I'm just going to stretch. This one's long. Are there parts to this? Should I play a part? Uh, no, they're not really parts. Mm-hmm. They they look like parts, but well, how about how about uh, okay. yeah? Because it looks like it goes back and forth between Hope and her friend Billy. Yeah, so I you... I'll read the intro. I'll be Hope. You can be Billy. Okay, you're Billy. No, I'm not. I'm Bill. Ha. Okay, uh, this is from Hope. Adam Horowitz said that the LGBT storyline couldn't be rushed. It had to be earned. Did he do it? I wanted to run through a few quick thoughts I had about the episode. Lucky for me, my best friend Billy was hanging out and watched the episode. She dislikes Once Upon a Time. She tried watching it about halfway through season one, but it just wasn't her thing, which is fine. She's seen many episodes through me, including Ruby Slippers, I'm going to add her thoughts too. <clears throat> I like Zadie's, but I'm still not sure if he's playing her. I hope at the end Zelina is tricking Hades. She constantly thought that David and Killian, I, I, it I, says it in, yeah. I, I constantly thought that David and Killian were going to kiss. I, I knew, uh, it was going into it. I knew going into it, there might be an LGBT reveal and thought it was them. I loved sarcasm, how they ripped off their own spinoff. Dorothy was going to be institutionalized. Alice was put into a mental hospital until Will busted her out in Wonderland. Um, I feel so bad for the Frankenwolfers. Um, they've been loyal to Ruby and Victor for years. Uh, another diner in Storybrooke was the most shocking part of the episode. Very few people know this, but Mulan in Chinese means lonely lesbian third wheel. <laughs> 
That's fantastic. This is just a quote. Yeah, just move on to the next topic. Okay. uh, Sean McGuire should be here anyway. Oh, my God. He's main cast and hasn't been in the last two episodes. This is so bad that I almost would rather watch the Frozen arc, which I hated. At least there's a chance for Michael – oh, Soka – to show up and that she's going to correct us because I'm sure I did it wrong. I have played an improv uh, an improv role-playing game as a teenager that is more developed than this. I, I've read fan fiction better than this. Fans were waiting for an LGBT couple. They should be angry. I paid eight twenty five an I get paid eight twenty five an hour as an artist, and there are professional writers getting paid for this. I'm happy once did an LGBT couple, but I didn't, but it wasn't earned like Adam said it would be. It was rushed, messy, and terribly written. Dorothy and Ruby knew each other for less than 24 hours. Mulan is once again the TV trope of the lonely lesbian. It was terribly handled. Okay. Then there's some links to Uh, Entertainment Weekly and stuff uh, that we're not going to get into here. We'll put them in the show notes. Um, Let's see. Once Upon a Time was outdone in the LGBT storyline by a children's television show. I'm guessing that's one that's linked here. Um, let's see. The promo for next week is the best part of the episode. I'm so excited for David. I'm sorry. I'm so excited for David versus James. <laughs> I've wanted it since season one. I gave Ruby slippers four out of ten. Sad Mulans. Sad Mulan. Sad Mulans. Uh, that lonely lesbian third wheel, as they say in the chat room. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see here. Okay. Uh, <laughs> next up is Jessica. Jessica says, hey, Bill and Amory. Hi. I want to start this off by saying uh, I called it. Uh, I called it, uh, said to say in a singing voice. <laughs> ah. It was so great to see Ruby back. Uh, can't we keep just keep Megan Orry as a series regular? We tried that once. It was nice for her to reference the Wizard of Oz movie and book. Mm-hmm. I like it when they combine the once world with our world, uh, which, by the way, the second time we've got a reference to someone watching the movie of a character, both times Mulan was in the scene because it was Neil telling yes. Mulan about her own movie. Yes. Uh, let's see. Uh, but why was Mulan so quick to trust Dorothy? If someone holds a crossbow at you, it's not safe uh, saying that you're a werewolf. Just saying. Right. What was that? I don't know. I make, sorry, sorry. Continue. continue. Oh, it's okay. Again, the best moment uh, this episode was the Regina and Zelina scenes. Even at the beginning, Zelina is worried about losing the goodwill she has with Regina, thinking that she is on her path of going good and having a relationship with Regina, which is what I wanted for f- season 5A, especially after she gave Regina the slippers after she just asked for them. Uh, the second best thing was the charming hook bromance. I shipped them. I... Uh, Charming Hook. Yeah, it's all one word, so that's the ship name, Charming Hook. Uh, We really need more scenes between them. That's true. Does Granny have competition in the overworld since the witch does? Good question. That's very good I was wondering that myself. Mm -hmm. And and, uh, she answered our questions by telling Ruby that the diner isn't hers yet. So at least we know now. Am I the only one that thinks that it's creepy that Hades smelled Auntie M while he was uh, while she was water before? Yeah, before he dumped her in the river. That was pretty gross. Uh, Belle is getting annoying. I mean, you can't darken your soul if you don't if you do something by accident. And for her to go uh, into a sleeping curse and then tell Rumple that her father is the one who can break it, it's nuts. Uh, how did Dorothy know uh, how the hood works? Uh, did they talk about it before? And uh, yes. I'm missing something. And finally, an LGBT couple in the show. Oh, oh, sorry. And finally, an LGBT couple in the show. Even Mulan ships them. Uh, for me, the end was so much snowing from season one. So it w- was uh, too much snowing from season one, so I didn't like it. 
And the last thing I want to say is that it's about time the heroes find a loophole, not only Rumple. It's just a shame that that Snow didn't say, I'll always find you. Mm -hmm. Although Ruby had a line kind of like that uh, to to Dorothy in the end, I believe. Out of 533 people turning into water, I give this episode 500 Mm -hmm. just because, again, this episode was mostly a filler. After seeing next week's episode, I think uh, that Hades will give Zelina some kind of promise ring. Uh, <laughs> but she will be torn between Regina, good, and Hades, bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, we get to see more Robin. Yay. He hasn't been seen in the last two or three episodes. That's why I think he will die at the end of the season. <laughs> we'll finally get to see James and David with uh, James and taking David's place in the episode and put the magic cuff on Emma so she can't use her magic on him. Ooh, the cuff. So this is all to say... I can't wait to hear what you two have to say, uh, Jessica. P.S. Where did Regina get the purse? At least she knows uh, – at least show us the magic wardrobe if you're going to use it. Oh, please give me the magic wardrobe. Totally. And uh, last but not least, <clears throat> All right, Ash. Ash. You ready, Anne-Marie? Hold on. Let me get a drink of water. I got an ice cube toy. I didn't mean to. Hey, Annabelle. How are things going? Good, I hope. I'm so excited Ruby's back. I'm so excited back. Ruby's back. Yes, yes, Milan team up. Happy dance. Aw, Toto too. It's a twister. Hmm, Regina's travel twister, perhaps. Oh, you better leave Red alone, pilot lighthead. I don't have any idea what that means. <laughs> oh, Belle, sad face. Poor, poor Belle. Sigh. I've missed snow and red. Darn you, Zelina. I do wonder where true friendship rates on the true love, true love's kiss scale. Um, Wolfie, hee hee. Uh, ack my heart at the charming's pain. Not good. Um, Zelina plotting with Belle. Hmm, not sure how I feel about that other than they might come up with something that may work. Um, side note, I'm pretty sure Ash does this while she's watching. Yes, because uh, <laughs> it's always sent in about five minutes after <laughs> the show ends. Um, how are they going to get back um, with Ruby, Link Arms, and saying LOL? Oh my gosh, can't believe Charming and Hook are saying all that. Finally. Um, remembers the O'Wolfie form of text every cartoon's uh, Wolfie back rides. Awesome. Um, oh no, <laughs> Auntie M melted. Sniffles. Um, is reminded how Regina could be back during the curse to keep the status quo. Oh, charming snow sniffles. Hashtag you better find her charming. Um, and Henry's got the quill somewhat working more, giving this one seven and a half sleep aids out of ten. Hugs and cheers, Ash. Thank you very much, Ash. Thank you, Ash. We always love your 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 letters. Yes, for sure. They they're Definitely. it's like a workout. <laughs> and speaking of letters, speaking of letters, next week after you watch the episode. Remember, you don't have to rush like I said. You do not have to rush. You can take your time. Mm -hmm. Grab a lemonade. Uh, Try out both diners in Underbrook. Do not get the soup. Definitely do not get the soup. Do not get the soup. And then, well, I'm just going to say from now on, we are only accepting feedback from our patrons at patreon.com slash universe. No, he's kidding. But if you want to throw away your feedback, email us greetingsfromstorybrook at gmail.com. Tweet us at gfstorybrook. Facebook is facebook.com slash greetings from Storybrook. And the voicemail number is 424-274-2352. Again, that's 424-274-2352. We want to thank all of our chatters who have been great tonight. They've and been excellent, uh, yes. thank you for bearing with us while we kind of uh, vent frustrations. Yeah. I, let's see. We have Alita, Amanda, Amy P, Angel, Bobby, Hoops900, Matthew Paul, Monica, Unseen Viewer, uh, and Chan Serve, the most oh, important chatter of all. 
Uh, Anne-Marie, where can people find you online? You can find me on Twitter at AMDSimone or you can check out my newly resurrected – man, I can't say that – resurrected blog, crunchycrafty.com. And uh, as for me, you can follow me on Twitter at Bill Meeks. You can follow all of the podcasts we do at universebox.com. And uh, yeah, you can can follow me down the street and I won't see you because I really don't pay attention to things that are behind me. What? Until next time. Greetings from, from Underbrook. Underbrook. I, I don't know where I am. Save me. That is the episode. That is the episode. There is no more episode.